0: Oh, <laughs> Um yeah, so May, <laughs> welcome to Breakfast with Bobsey. <laughs> it's a pleasure having you. On pleasure this to be here. Glorious, Bovzi. glorious Hong Kong weather at its best. And
1: mm. the summer solstice at that or spring solstice.
0: Spring Equinox. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Don't worry, it's just live, so no worries. <laughs> um yeah, the spring equinox <laughs> and world water day. Today, March 22nd, is World Water Day and the Spring Equinox. And um, I have a beautiful sister here, May, that I've known for many, many years. Um, I know you as a yogini, as a community mover and shaker, as a soul sister, as a change maker. Um, You were one of the earliest yoga teachers at Pure Yoga going way back to 2002, now now, let's talk about that, also you're the founder of Soul Trains, Um, you've been pioneering, moving, developing, growing um, yoga on many levels and uh, in recent years the founder of the Garden Gathering which is something stunning and um, our viewers obviously may know about it and if they don't they should So, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome. Take a sip of coffee. All right. This is a new signature oatly cocoa. I think you're having an oatly cocoa. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: Good stuff, huh? Such good stuff. So, May, where do we begin? Where do we begin? Let's begin with the early days of Pure Yoga Mm. just to start there because you know we all love yoga
1: that's right that's right yeah I um, what brought you to Hong Kong well I was living in California and I was quite happy there the yoga scene was really blooming and and I just I felt like exploring especially I felt like experiencing my roots a little bit within Asia, and uh, I ended up in Hong Kong teaching yoga at Pure. Um, How
0: did that happen? I
1: mean, I just, I got the email saying that yoga school was grand opening, they were gonna pay for my ticket, my room and board, and food, and that was unheard of. As a who
0: contacted you?
1: Uh, Colin, Colin Grant. Wow, okay. <laughs>
0: So, how did you know Conan?
1: I didn't, um, he was, they were just opening and they were seeking teachers, uh, founding teachers. And they found you. That's right, that's right. Out of right. all the teachers in the world. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just remember, um, pure yoga, in the early days, I mean, no one was really practicing yoga, but there was a lot of hype around it. Mm. Jackie Chan was practicing yoga, Madonna was practicing mm. yoga. So there was all this hype, like what is this that has landed in Hong Kong? And, um, you know, the classes would be filled with like 60 to 80 people. and More women? No, men and women alike. Really?
0: Um oh, I must have missed those classes.
1: With bringing their Louis Vuitton bags and cell phones in class, because there was no understanding of etiquette, of mindfulness, it was really just, you know, this curiosity that was being born into the city. And sometimes you'd have yoga classes with like sixty to eighty people within the classes, and no one had ever practiced before. So when I think about that and uh, you know find myself still here in Hong Kong today, and just this this it, how the community of wellness has this insane, inward upward and outward expanding consciousness it's just a, a really really uh, blessed time to be here yeah and i'm sure you can relate as mm. well uh, with all of uh, your vision evolving too
0: yeah. mm. so you've known patrick since 2002 yes
1: he's my oldest friend apart from you Wow. <laughs> that's right i remember first meeting you and um where was that well, my impression of Hong Kong at the time, um, I mean, I just remember there being like 99% men in suits and then me in my flip-flops and yoga pants, You're sorry, wondering that? how I arrived. And then and then I remember being at a yoga uh, conference and there you were with your red mane, banging on a djembe. <laughs>
0: That was the first time, yeah, was it? Yeah, that, was, that was my first time.
1: And you were like, yes, so soul brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I thought.
0: So, so what, was that at um, AYC? That was at AYC, mm.
1: that's right. Mm. Nice. They were,
0: they were fun days, weren't they?
1: That was. That was there very was fun a buzz
0: There was um, still a buzz around yoga. It wasn't mainstream back then. Mm. It was still... It was booming it was popular there's no doubt about it but it had a bit of an edge to it mm. It's like, wow you're a yoga teacher
1: I don't know if I can if I can necessarily agree I feel like in the same sense I can't keep up with the buzz because it's constantly no. evolving oh no yeah. constantly created yeah. but there's always something a new expression on it there's always a a new perspective and understanding how one might be charged with the teachings, and then you know, given their own uh, spirit and spin on it, then it blooms something else, and it's just this constant, constant. Evolution. Mm. It's
0: yeah. Exciting. It's fluid. Yeah. It's like life, right? It's, yeah. Um, you know, Satish Kumar is in town right now, and uh, yes, we we both met him yesterday, I think, right? Yes. Um,
1: now, I got yeah, my autograph copy.
0: I've been reading his book, No Destination. Mm. Um, but, you know, talking about legends, I mean, here's a man who inspired the people who inspired me.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so mm. at that time, mean, he's, he's 82, I think, 82 years young, mm. legend, just to be in his presence. And he's as sharp as a bell, you yeah. know, yeah. clear headed. You know, normally when you're around people in their 80s, you're a bit, you know, gentle, a bit soft, a bit cautious, but with him it's like, whoa, okay, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: He can meet you at every level and beyond, and physically he's agile and able, and it just goes to show you that, you know, living the life of a yogi goes a long way. It's Mm. not just about practice on on the mat and standing on your head, you know? It's it's the spirit, it's the essence. consciousness of yoga and he, he carries the flag you know and he's in Hong Kong now giving a workshop at the Kuduri with Andrew and uh, mm-hmm. and I wish I could attend it's, it's this weekend
1: well we had the pleasure of sitting with Satish Kumar in a private Chadau tea ceremony yesterday and we had it was right after we had a tour of the tea farms at Kidori farm And then um, we had a chance to learn about the harvest. They harvest every 10 to 12 days from their tea Mm -hmm. plants. And um, we sat with Satish. And um, it was so profound because our visiting guest, Tea Chajin from the global tea hut in Taiwan, is here. So we have this here, we have this young, young man, maybe early 20s, that has found his dell so early on an agent and is serving fully to the, the lineage of Global Tea Hut and Tea. And then here we have Satish who has walked 20,000 miles in the name of
0: peace,
1: agricultural reform, in the name of Gandhi, in the name of peace. And I was sitting in the middle of this, you know, as we do, we find ourselves caught in the line of fire where, you know, those moments that will change us forever. and. Uh, After that tea ceremony, uh, Satish, he had a tear in his eye and he told us a story about how during his 20,000 walk pilgrimage, a woman from Georgia gave him four bags of tea. And she said, this is peace tea. Mm -hmm. And if you could be so kind, deliver these bags of tea to all those, the nuclear capitals that he was going to visit. Moscow, Paris, she gave him four bags.
0: London,
1: New York. London, New York. On the fourth bag, Paris, he delivered them. London, New York, Moscow, when he came to Paris, in effort to deliver it, he got thrown in jail. And his message was, he spent three days in jail, and his message was, if we could reach that person that is responsible for pressing that button, to start nuclear war. If we could just pause for a moment and sit and pour him a cup of tea, maybe we would uh, reconsider the fate of the world. I'm
0: getting goosebumps.
1: But this is the point. This is the point. We are efforting. We are firing away at our psyche. We are. It's beautiful to accumulate ideas and evolution and creativity. But like. If we can just pause more, we, we are way beyond, past the point of um, all those incredible opportunities of pausing you know, in the miraculous mastery of our, our design, humanity's design. I said I, I always cry, and I always said cry. I was gonna cry. <laughs> but, cry. Um, but yeah. So I just, I thought that was uh, really beautiful.
0: special. Beautiful. Mm. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. He carries a lot of wisdom with him and
1: mm.
0: and everything he's been writing about, talking about, teaching about yeah. has come true. <laughs> you know, that that's, that reminds that's me the of beauty you. about this movement. <laughs> that reminds me of you. Thank you. <laughs>
1: it's, like it's, when I first met you, you had yeah. these journals and with your little colored pencils and all that. these beautiful visions of... Ba- and 10,000 trees planted later, yeah. here we are. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And and Babylon, Hong Kong is your Babylon, mm. is your conscious collective, the whole city, while you were looking for locations, all the while it was mm. the, the entire field of this island. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we haven't stopped, we're still looking for locations right now.
1: It's here, it's everywhere, it's here. Yeah. Yeah. It's nature, in and out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it's amazing, you know. People laugh at the hippies, but man, they, they got it right, they got it right. Down down to, to the H and the I-P-P-Y, you know. Hip and hippie, you know, hip and happy, and amazing. Um, and this surprises me that there's still so many naysayers out there, and cynics, and mm. who still butt everything and if everything. Mm. Take a look at what some people have been saying for 40, 50 years. Hmm. Have they wavered in their belief, in their innate wisdom, in their in their trust that human consciousness will put us through all of this? And they but and they if and you know. But hey, that, that's an old hat now. We know we know how it goes, and all, all that matters is that we are change makers and we are inspiring change, and um, and it's happening. And here we are <laughs> talking to a here change maker. <laughs> so that was I
1: just I just can't take credit though it's because it's not it's like if anything part of my daily meditation is how do I move myself out of the way yeah you know so like in any of these merits those are all uh,
0: I I, let me shed some light on that Mm. I think we must take credit and say thank you
1: Mm.
0: and then let it go not get attached to it Mm. but in the same breath we have to give credit to our teachers mm. to the people who inspired us mm. that's why I say Satish Kumar is one generation above the people who've inspired me yeah. so he's inspired the people who've inspired me and yes I think we if somebody says you're beautiful take it wholeheartedly and say yeah. thank mm-hmm. you <laughs> and then you give credit to yes. Mother Nature, your parents God
1: yes. and the same <laughs> when, when people
0: give me credit for you know being part of this conscious movement in Hong Kong. Thank you. Mm. But then, give credit to the sifu's, the teachers who came before us, Absolutely. the giants on whose shoulders we stood. Yes. And um, we find that a bit lacking in Hong Kong. Everybody mm. wants to take credit without acknowledging those who came before. You know. But that—that's called um, wisdom, you know, and you can't. Earn wisdom overnight.
1: Mm.
0: You have to gain your knowledge first. Mm. And before you gain your knowledge, you have to get your experience. Yes. And before you get your experience, you have to be following your passion. That's
1: so true. You know true. how it goes. That's so true.
0: The journey. Um, yeah. So we, we discussed. I'm glad you brought up um, those early days with Pure Yoga. Yeah. It's.
1: Just,
0: and then so well. much has happened since um, you've been in Hong Kong for what, 17 years.
1: So I arrived in 2000 like the end of 2001 and then left and was living in South America, living in Buenos Aires for three years and in, in uh, London, Barcelona, and then moved back to Indonesia, Bali, where I, where Patrick came to visit me once with his best friend, Jason, who is your brother, sole, sole brother. And what can I say? We fell in love, and um, yeah, just just when I had given up on um, finding my soulmate mm. and becoming a mother, I met Jason, mm. and yeah, it's just been yes, 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 all the way. And now Felix, my 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 girl, she's now six and a half. So motherhood, you know, we, with all those merits, I I yeah. say, you know. Motherhood is something that I, I just I'll, I'll never be afraid of You know Being grateful for and
0: and Jason was just here moments ago. Yeah having breakfast with me um,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Coffee we be coffee with me and here we are now with you and yeah, and then a lot's happened since Yes, tell me about soul trades <laughs> No a, a, a rich expression of who you are and what you do and
1: Soul Trains came about as a gesture of needing a a mediator, something where uh, I could be uninhibited and have total freedom um, without putting the limitations of my name on there, taking myself out of it again. And um, the yoga classes that I teach, uh, I call them Flow for Freedom. And therefore, uh, you know, historically, people that have never done yoga ten times out of ten, their concern is that they're not flexible enough. And the point is, is we can do all these anatomical physical shapes with all these, you know, alignment cues and breath cues. But at the end of the day, the, the flexibility that we're trying to achieve is the flexibility of the spirit, the mind. And that's not even to change, you know, in hopes to change our body. It's really to just return to our innate, blissful, free state, universal state. So soul trains, it just evolved. I, I don't know where it goes. I literally surrender to the fact that I'm being guided and things work out. And, you know, even when I fall, we must welcome that as an opportunity to exercise how we're going to get up. So, uh, yeah, Soul Trains became about cultivating uh, wellness in the outdoors. I started hosting outdoor yoga classes because I was just annoyed at the rent. I was like, what's the point? Um, It's just, there's so much red tape and it was, it financially it didn't make sense to share the gift of yoga and um, as an independent yoga teacher
0: where did you hold your first outdoor class? so
1: i was them uh, in my backyard which is cyberport it's it's a beautiful dog park on the waterfront yeah and you know i also uh it, it just you know i overhear people like the, the languaging the 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 programmed discussion on hong kong is oh it's a concrete jungle, or oh, you know, it's like I'm in aircon all day. I'm like, well, you know, the point is, is it literally? Is there's there's free space. Yeah. We can choose uh, to practice yoga outside if we want to connect with nature, you know, and feel our, the nature within and
0: and and
1: out, and then it's free. Yeah. So um, with that, uh, it evolved into yoga pop. Which is a stands for Yoga People of the Public. So it's every Sunday, it's in its fourth year now, and basically on Sundays uh, we give the domestic helpers a chance to practice yoga, and um, you know, a chance for them to feel whole, feel um, you know, untethered. You know, they they spend their days like
0: Humans. serving. To feel human.
1: And I'm Filipina. Yeah. I'm. Actually, an island girl, a flip, funny little island person, and you know, I see these domestic helpers as, as my sisters. And you know, I was born in America, so it was like just a small gesture for me to you know owe something back to my my heritage, my my roots.
0: And how popular is it with the uh, domestic helpers?
1: Well, like the women that are a solid part of it, because I don't um, advertise; it's really word of mouth. They are devout. They are. Truly devout yogis, and you know they come with full presence, full spirit. And again, we're four years in, so you know they they drop in efficiently as soon as we start class. Actually, we were just here on Sunday to celebrate the sixth year anniversary of Mana. So we set up in the back with tea ceremony and and yoga. Yeah, yeah. I
0: saw the photos and a video, and yeah, beautiful. Mm. Good, so that's Cell Trains and it's an ongoing, it's ongoing, spontaneous, flexible growth of mind, body, spirit.
1: Yeah. Just you live here long enough and you get to meet a person or two and, and the more amazing people you meet uh, that don't know each other, uh, you know, I just felt like, okay, like how do we get, it's kind of like playing Cupid. Um, yeah, and the, all of that led it led to Iris, mm. to finding Gianni Milani, yes. founder of Iris, Your Escape, the yes. large outdoor. Two weeks
0: ago, we had Iris, right? Yeah, you had a smaller role this year, right?
1: I definitely I stepped back, so I'm not. You
0: convinced so many people to join Iris. <laughs> you know, you convinced so many yoga teachers and movers and shakers and didn't take any convincing.
1: No, um, yeah, you know,
0: remember that. WhatsApp group no. we had it was as long as my leg, and and yeah, you you, I think you you made, I think you put Iris on the map.
1: No, definitely. Not, yeah. Not me.
0: Well, you De- you 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 had a you know, it's a, obviously it's a group effort, but yeah. anyone what, could what have wish to do that. Is you convinced me to offer there, um, and you convinced you know many other people in the community as well to come in because of your passion and, you know, your, your integrity and you were so passionate about getting the tribe together and you did it very successfully. You
1: know, I think... But anyway,
0: Iris is great. Mm. We just finished Iris two yeah. weeks ago and Mana was there. And we had mm. our first presence in Iris as Mana. Yeah. And it was wonderful. We had a lovely time. We had a lovely time. Okay. And just to see how far yoga has come. You go to Iris and you see, you know, who's, how many people are practicing know, and teachers, amazing. and the offerings and tools. Really so yeah, it's amazing.
1: I think I'm more interested in the the energy flow. So we can align ourselves in a direction, and just like the chakra mm. system, these spinning wheels of energy. We can, you know, the more we uh, interface and exercise with, you know, different, you know gestures with the community, the living, breathing culture that we have here. It, it's interesting, like we spin these wheels and then they just they just literally, they take off with a consciousness of their own. Like my partner in the garden gathering, Rasham and I, we started it out together uh, from, from um, being inspired by spirit weavers, uh, this beautiful community on the west coast in America and we wish to have that kind of community here. Whether, rather than saying that we have a lack of, and we wish you know, we could go to California, we were like, why don't we just unveil the beautiful divine feminine that is already here? Why don't we just draw a circle around it and have everyone meet in the middle? And all these beautiful women from all walks of life, all tribes, came out of nowhere and, and uh, they literally just took the idea yeah. and developed a, con- con- a conscious of their own. So then Risham and I, literally, we s- just stepped back and now we're just watching this thing that just is breathing and growing and cultivating on its own.
0: Mm. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And this is called the Garden Gathering. And you've had three so far?
1: We've had three, yeah.
0: And the fourth one in the making?
1: The fourth one is in it's in our conscience. That's it's right. In the potential. That's right.
0: In the potential. But these these garden gatherings, um, you know, were only open to women. And children. R- and children, rightfully so. Yeah. Although a rumor has it that a couple of men, you know, we snuck behind the bushes. But these are just rumors. <laughs> there, were there were some secret. There were some
1: secret men. <laughs> there were.
0: There was uh, some men disguised <laughs> and um, yeah, but you know. It's, it's revolutionary, this, this, this gathering that you've, you've created. It's not just you know another yoga weekend that happened, or another food fair, or another festival. This is something deeply rooted, anchoring the consciousness of the feminine in our city, that is a, a highly masculine city. And by masculine, I just don't mean man-woman, I mean the masculine energy. You know, the buildings here in Hong Kong are very phallic. So that symbolizes something, aggression, competition, um, commerce, business, these are all norms in the city. You know, the way we design our streets, uh, a lack of pedestrianization, a lack of community, all these things that we don't really have in Hong Kong but are having now are very masculine. So to anchor something like the garden gathering into our city, the ripples are are wide and the ripples are continuing to ripple. So I have full admiration for that and I want to talk about that a little Mm. bit more because this season with Breakfast with Bobsy, the overarching theme is the essence of the feminine. And here we have a beautiful woman inside and out, (laughs) a sister, a soul sister, who founded... A garden gathering and I'm not sure how much people know about it because it's not you know It's not out there in the media and what have you but it was a beautiful gathering of women and children and I've just expressed what I feel about the anchoring of that feminine consciousness So share a little bit about that spirit with us, please
1: It it might seem revolutionary it might if anything we can also say that we have been here it's no surprise we've been here we have met here we have gathered we've shared a million lifetimes dimensions over and over and over again
0: right
1: so merely in the face of these you know linear uh, understanding sometimes we get trapped we feel we think we're trapped in this whole linear way of you know consciousness but like our spirit knows different we're we're in this like spiraling you know upward like vertical like transcending we know this mm. and you know the, the whole gathering is is really it's what our soul kind of has been craving so any sister that ended up at the gathering kid you not like every single woman it was almost like every single one of us it was a wish that had been granted mm. and it was just so simple but why why could we all wish for the same thing it's just yeah. because it's in our it's in our nature as as old as tribes have been you know women would gather in red tents you know before women would you know, on their moon cycle, and when they were just, it was just known that we honored our cycles with nature, Mm -hmm. we would go and we would offer, we would offer up our blood to the earth. And while that would happen, that's when, you know, we would trade secrets, trade wisdom, catch up, you know, in the village. Gossip and and, um, exchange recipes. But then the men would
0: come and listen and gain wisdom from that moon gathering, Mm. right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And that that, that's so beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, the 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 wisdom of of of, of woman on her moon cycle. Yeah. To be coming into circle, into gathering and sharing and feeling. And expressing and not worrying about all these externalities exactly. you know and then offering your blood life force back to mother the earth, you know yeah this wisdom that we've lost and now we're regaining through this awakening right and the, the hallmark of this awakening is the essence of the feminine we're seeing the energy of the feminine coming back into every walk of life and that's why I so highly admire the garden garden
1: i feel compelled bob i feel compelled bobsey to add that uh you know whilst from an outsider perspective let alone male perspective um it you know it might you know it, it isn't part of it mates, might seem glamorized and contrived and like how is it that in the blink of an eye, we can enter in the garden gathering and suddenly it's world peace and we're all, we've all like d- dissolved our definitions and egos. The truth is, is the garden gathering happens and, you know, hardships and stresses and like the same uh, resistances that happen on the outside still happen on the inside. It doesn't oh, yeah. change. Yeah, it's, it's just important to honor i am more interested these days in the darker side and and that made me realize that actually i've found my light much more because of it now me being very interested in in the ebbs you know the 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 thrusts of life the 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 waves not just the the wavelengths in life that make you go you know down to the ground Like I'm interested in that, maybe not by choice. It's just been like uh, the world is yeah. resisting right now. It is combustible. Like, is it's either going down, which is why we are going up. Like, that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So let me just remind you that the gathering too, it's it's all it's also beautiful because it's it becomes this microcosm of you know. What can happen in one lifetime, and it's death, that's life, that's anger, that is celebration, that is contemplation, that that is, you know, um, marriage, divorce, birth, it's all of these things. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's, it's everything. It's it, and that's what makes it beautiful and divine. Yes. That the female can find a place in this place, feel safe enough to be Kali and to be Shanty. Lotus Shanti. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's an exercise like clay, you know, we have like to we have to keep working at the clay, yeah. right? but um, It's a work in progress
0: it's, You know, I, I yeah. spontaneously started singing earlier Leonard Cohen um, There's a crack in everything. Yeah, that everything is the dark and that's how the light comes in. Yeah, you know that beautiful song and Ring ring the bells a silken ring, you know? Yeah. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack in everything. Yeah. And that's how the light comes in. Another great brother, Leonard Cohen, um, who's inspired me endlessly, whom we lost in in the famous 2016 cleansing that we had on planet Earth, that that Anus horribilis, as the Queen would say. And, uh, you know, the loss, and the dark side, and the downs, that's how we gain knowledge. That's right. Which eventually becomes wisdom, you know? It's that's not right. just about how high we can get, and how good 100%. we can look, and how rich we can get. And, you know, that's the beauty of yoga again. That's when, in Kirtan, the chanting, when you get so ecstatic, yeah. that you couldn't get any higher. Yeah. They stopped the Kirtan. Yeah. And we go, what the fuck? What? Why have you stopped the kirtan? And the yogi goes, too much pleasure, too much joy, it has a flip side to it. So you must stop the good and the bad. Everything has its time, everything has a cycle. And that lesson for, you know, because we were getting so high in the I've never felt so high.
1: Yeah.
0: To get spliffing, you know, this is a natural high. Yeah. And we're ecstatic and we're dancing and then flipping. And then it's like BAM And we're like, what's the logic? What you know? No. That's it.
1: So that's the point. Like, you know, talk about kirtan, like, you know, like devotional yoga. Like you know, part of me is just honoring like the process of life in general. Because the wisdom that I have today looking at my life, I'm like, there's no way I would have known these things 10 years ago, five years ago, you know, but, but when you reach our age, (laughs) I don't know how young you are, but you know, that we start to look in the mirror and and speak to your, no, look in the internal mirror and we wonder what kind of ancestors, what kind of ancestor do I want to be? Not what do I want to be when I grow up? It's like, what? kind of ancestor do I want
0: to be. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. This is it now. Yeah. Right? And, you, you, oh, and you, the clock is ticking and then when you get to our age, you realize that there is so much to do, yeah. so much that we can do. Yeah. So much that we must do. Yeah. So much that we have to do. Yeah. But our body. Is our mind stays young, our heart stays. Young, but the body ages. And then you suddenly realize yeah. that Every day matters, the old cliché, Yeah. you know? But it does. I know. It does because the years go by quick. I know when, you, when you're a teenager with pimples and you're stuck in school and you've got your exams, time's going slow. But when you're enjoying life and, and you're, you're making things happen and you, you know you're, you're, you're hanging out with the coolest cats and you're vibing the vibes and you're part of the tribe and you're a change maker and your life is your vocation and your vocation is your life. Time goes by quick,
1: but I think what catapults us into these very, you know, heartful ways of being is becoming parents. You, you can you can agree that yeah, you, you become you become uh, the the provider, the, the nurturer of this you, you know, precious being, and, yeah. and it's like that's when the veil really lifted for me yeah. you know that's when
0: yeah and it's the same I, on, a, on a wider scale beyond yeah. our children and our families you will see you know the millennials coming through now the younger yeah. generation
1: yeah.
0: who are just taking that baton from your hand and wanting yeah. to run with it yeah and you know the baton's in good hands
1: yeah
0: because they get it yeah. You know, you don't have to sit there convincing them that the planet is dying and that there's plastic in the oceans and they have to stop eating animals and they they get it.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like, thank God for that. I I don't have to sit here explaining 30 minutes why I do what I do. We get it? Yeah, Yeah. we get it. Thank you. We get it. Let's go. Let's move. And you don't know what a relief that is for me, personally speaking. To not yeah. have to explain, I still have to explain a hundred times a day what I do and why I do, but when you're meeting like-minded souls, you don't have to explain anything. like, so, thank you, thank you. It's just a beautiful feeling. And now with Mana and what we do and having been at it for so long consistently and you know, people are calling us survivors now, so to see the rewards of that. Yeah,
1: it's exciting.
0: To, to see um, you know this younger generation of Hong Kong.
1: They're so sweet. I love them.
0: Changing. I love your team. Beautiful. Yeah. They're so darling. Mm. Talking of change, you know, here's World Water Day.
1: Yeah.
0: Today, March 22nd, and at Mana, of course, our first principle is free water for all. Mm. Number
1: one.
0: So every day we offer free water, we don't sell water on principle. But today we're doing a um, a big event to raise awareness in front of Mana on Wellington Street about conserving water and what we can do and how we can save water and the importance of water. And my question to you is why isn't today a public holiday? (laughs) Why isn't World Water Day a public holiday? Can we live without water? Can Hong Kong live without water? No why are we not celebrating World War today? What is wrong with our essence? What is wrong with our internal wisdom? What is wrong with humanity that we can celebrate Christmas and Easter and Chinese New Year and Western New Year? Fine. But why on earth aren't we not celebrating Earth Day? Mm. Can we live without Mother Earth? No. So, there is something not quite right. And this explains why we live in polluted environments, why there's plastic in our oceans, why there's no more fish left in our oceans, why there's hardly any old-growth trees, why there isn't a speck of water that's not polluted, because we're not celebrating Earth Day, you're not (laughs) celebrating and honouring your mother. So in the very near future, today, March 22nd, will be a public holiday, and April 22nd will also be a public holiday for Earth
1: <laughs>
0: And we'll make that happen. Mm. We have to make that happen. And young generation, they get it. Like, mm. let's celebrate Mother Earth. Forget about Christmas. <laughs> Mother Earth, you know? Yes. Mm. Um, what can I say? On, on, on that note, May, <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you for breakfast. Mm. And just we can talk all day yes we can but short is sweet and (laughs) less is more as they say
1: much respect much respect
0: to you respect to you and I honor your presence and uh, (laughs) yes I same tribe (laughs) welcome